I'm your host, Kimberly Escobar, with your co-host, Javier Vicuna. And on today's show, we'll have a special guest, Julia, joining with us to talk about International Women's History Month. Thank you so much for being on the show with us today, Julia. Can you please introduce yourself to the audience? Hi, everyone. Good to be here. My name is Julia, and I am excited to talk with you all today. Um, so thank you for do introducing yourself. I'm going to be asking a simple like icebreaker question that we do. And my question is, what is your favorite show or movie you've currently watched or are watching right now? I'm really addicted to Flight of the Concords. It's a hmm. show from, it's two New Zealand musicians and comedians from, from New Zealand. <laughs> uh, and the show was created, and I want to say like 2008. So it's kind of a little bit of a throwback. And I'm like, I'm, a, I'm like falling asleep to it, you know, like every night, <laughs> like that addicted, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is it on Netflix? Or? It's not, you know, recently I got access to HBO Max, like oh, big deal. Yeah. Not my, not my account, you know, it's someone else's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I only had HBO Max just to watch the, the South Park specials that were coming out on there. Um, I also have been dipping into that. Also, the making of South Park was yeah. Just saw that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's too expensive. I think HBO Max is fair, way too expensive for what it is. Um, I'm with you, totally with you on that. But yeah. Um, as for me, I've I just recently watched that new Pixar movie that came out. Um, the Turning Red. It's about like the the girl who turns into like a red panda. Um, <gasps> Is that what it's about? I've been I see it in theaters <laughs> right now actually, and I've been like, oh, anything Pixar, yes. So I've been wanting to go. Okay, how was it? Uh, I highly recommend it. You know, I thought it was going to be not that great, just based off of the advertising they were doing for it. But I actually surprisingly enjoyed it a lot. Um, it has that you know that Pixar charm to it. Uh, yeah. I think, and it's a lot more like um, how you say a little more. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the right word to say. Uh, it's it's just very different. It, it had a very different vibe from from a whole lot of Pixar films that I've seen before. A lot less kid friendly, I would say that. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's, that's in a way. In a way. A lot less kid friendly. Um, much okay. more geared towards like adolescents and teenagers for sure. Um, but I, I liked it. I, I thought it was a great film. Um, <laughs> looks like uh, we have a little on air uh, thing. <laughs> That Kimberly just received. Look at that. Wow. Neon lights. Are you sure that's on a necklace? I think that goes around. It's this way. Yeah, it looks one. cool. Uh, yeah. On the air. Just, I mean. <laughs> it says no Rhea. Uh, yeah, it no says no Rhea. Eat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it, big surprise there. Yeah. <laughs> Douglas just gave it to me and I was like, what? Hey, well, shout out to Douglas. He's. <laughs> The man that makes this all possible. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, how about you, Kim? What what you been watching? Um, well, the sh only show I've been watching lately is the Viking show, the new Viking show on Netflix. Oh, Vi like, oh Viking. like Vikings? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like really good. I like it. Is there violence and sex? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's what I've heard about that series. That. Is that it has all that. Yep. Game of Thrones. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's kind of like Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I think less sex in it. Oh, like, well, then maybe I won't watch it. Or... <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Um, all right. So, okay, now we're going to switch the topic. Um, <laughs> Julia, you work for Summer Search, is that correct? I do. Okay. Would you like to talk about your position in Summer Search? Sure, yeah. I am what they call a mentor. Uh, I have a caseload of about 30 teenagers that I work with, and this means that I have the privilege of chatting with them every week about whatever they want to talk about, which is absolutely fascinating and fun, and um, I learned a lot about myself through this work. Wow, that's awesome, uh, and uh, wow, so you go through a lot of students then. Wow, that's a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it, Sometimes it feels like a lot, and then sometimes, no, it feels just right. Yeah, well, total respect to you. I don't know how I could handle so many uh, teenagers, I would say. I don't. They yeah. can't believe. <laughs> 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 Props to them for handling me. <laughs> um, so I wanted to ask, how do you help young girls to embrace things that they want to achieve or love? Yeah, I love this question. I mean, first of all, I don't think that I really do anything. I think that they're they're always helping themselves. You know, I'm just like a, a bystander, just watching and getting to witness. So I don't, I don't do anything but um it's my encouragement for everybody on the entire planet but specifically in this case with women uh to tap into what they what it is they truly want and not refer to what does everybody else want me to be how does everybody else want me to feel no it's what do i want to be how do i feel what do i want for myself okay i like that I do too. <laughs> um how do you think you impact these girls' lives? Um, hopefully, I mean, I don't know. You'd have to talk to them. <laughs> uh, but hopefully, my hope is just to, you know, step into their own power and feel feel empowered. And I think, I hope to do that through being a role model. I, I feel, I feel in my power. Usually, of course, I have moments where I feel disempowered because I'm human and that's typical and okay. Um, but really, yeah, just have conversations about what it feels like or what it is like to be empowered and what is being empowered mean and yeah. Yeah, great, Julia. Well, kind of going off of what you just said about, uh, you know, wanting girls to feel empowered, which I think is, you know, awesome. Um, what advice do you have for girls who, you know, possibly intimidated by a male-dominated career. I wanted to kind of ask you this question because uh, recently I graduated from San Francisco State University um, as an audio engineer. Um, and I made a friend there um, who she has been uh, the audio. I don't know how familiar you are with audio engineering, but the audio engineering field is very male-dominated right now like there's a lot a lot of guys like there's it's just it's like a sausage fest it's a complete sausage fest at, at uh -huh. like, when, when we're in class um but she didn't let that like keep her from pursuing her her career as a matter of fact there are audio engineering groups made specifically for uh women who want to get into the field and give them opportunities that wouldn't be you know 
given out to just any other guy out there who who could just get the same right um so i think i think like programs like that are great but what um i mean just going off of that experience it really opened up my mind like wow like this is a really male-dominated uh career or path and i feel like you know uh girls in general women in general shouldn't be feel intimidated by it but i can understand why they would feel intimidated by it so i guess uh, what advice would you have or or what are your thoughts on that yeah, I would say like, do your best to just ignore it. You know, if you're a female walking into a, a male dominated career, like just ignore all that, you know, just like, eh, this is what I want to do. I, I feel clear. I feel focused. I'm going for it. If there's like chatter or, you know, any noise coming from any direction about that being impossible or um, there being barriers to that, just now no, I'm not going to focus on that and really, really just go for what you want. Um, it's my belief, you know, who knows what, you know, beliefs, right. Um, that really like what you give your attention to grows. And so if I give my attention, whatever I give my attention to, uh, so if I give my attention to, you know, this is hard, there are barriers, then that might grow. But if I give my attention to, Hey, this is what I want. I feel clear about it. And I focus in that direction that will grow. Great. No, I think that's uh, great advice. Um, and again, my friend, she's been she's been killing it. She's been putting herself out there. She's been making herself like, you know, like she can do just the same as a guy, even better. Like I, I've seen her. I've seen her work. I've seen her put in work and she's just incredible. So, yeah, yeah I mean, things like that really make me happy, um, especially because, again, it's just a complete sausage fest every time. Like <laughs> an audio engineering <laughs> thing is just. Like, yeah. So it's just like. <laughs> We definitely do need more diversity um, and also diversity in, in, in people of color as well. Um, but that's a whole that's a whole other issue. But um, I know. Yeah. Yes. And no, like, you know, this whole like monochromatic anything kind of you can put it in almost any field. So it's and the 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 basis of life is variety, you know, so like let's stop fighting that. Like that's that's a yeah, the principle is yeah. variety. So like let's let's get on board. Um, so through your whole career path so far, um, cause I'm sure you've, you've gone through, through a couple of positions or at least a good amount of job positions in your life. Um, if it's okay to assume that. 44. Uh, yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hey, um, during the, so when you were applying for those jobs or wh when you were in those positions, did you face any hurdles because you were a woman? Like, did you ever have to face any issues related to your gender? Hmm. So I've been an I've been dominantly an educator in some kind of education, which I would say is actually a female dominated industry, um, mm -hmm. which is, is kind of a problem. I think uh, we need to have more vari variety. Um, gosh, I didn't even think <laughs> this is what's coming to mind. I don't know if he's going to answer your question, but I was I was a, a waitress of the server for years. And the barrier for me was actually a lot of um sexual assumptions about me because of the position that I was in and so that I don't know if it was a barrier so much as just this thing that I had to encounter like, huh. constantly that like people assumed that they had sexual access to me because I was in that position because you were a waitress wow oh wow I, not, I have not heard of that I can, before I can see that because in movies or like 
like in movies i think a lot of waitresses are also portray- uh, portrayed as like sexy and like yep they can get a tip in a sexual way type of thing so yeah i think society also really puts it out there in a way interesting mm-hmm. that's very interesting so my dad's been a waiter for about 20 years uh okay. probably even longer than that um for a couple of restaurants here uh and you know he tells me all sorts of stories right because he's been in the industry for so long um but yeah just hearing that actually it does make sense because there's a lot of female waitresses that he works with that a lot of guys just kind of like like either like try to touch them or try to like give them like their number or a very like i only want her to take my order you know like yeah or things like that i think that's that stuff's really nasty you know yeah um Okay, so yeah, so that makes a little more sense now. Uh, and and then uh, my dad also like has has told me that there's a lot of guys who are waiters who also try to just kind of like flirt with every customer to try to sleep with them. Um, yeah. You know, so it, it kind of goes all over. But I definitely think like for females, it's it can become very uncomfortable quickly. Um, yeah, it, yeah, it can uh, because there's sort of this just like societal assumption that it's okay. And so it can be really confusing in that position because it's like, oh, this is an agreement that society has made. Oh, great, I'm supposed to just agree with it too. And then you get in the position and you're like, you know, whoa, 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 hold on. This doesn't feel comfortable for me. So it can be really tricky to know how to navigate that because what you're getting from the outside versus what you're feeling on the outside can feel like they're in conflict and it, it can be a, a super confusing thing. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so as a mentor, uh, what are some common issues you've seen arise in girls trying to pursue a career, if at all? Um, hmm. I mean, like, I'm trying to think of things that would be like gender specific because mm-hmm. I, I, there's just so much that's like kind of across the board, which is, yeah, in order for me to do something that makes money, I need to... Uh, get these kinds of grades so that I can go to this type of college so that I can get this type of degree da, 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 da. and it, it, it's kind of a system I'm just gonna call it out <laughs> and um, but but a lot of people they aren't given a lot of our teens they're not given options at this point or told like hey actually no you don't have to go that route and instead they feel pressured to go this route that society is saying no this is the only way when maybe academics doesn't work for their brain. And so they're like struggling to swim upstream in this, this system that also like, you know, potentially leaves them with a lot of debt. Um, and, then, and then if they're not able to get into whatever four-year college or blah, blah, blah thing, then they feel like a failure. That, that's sort of the dominant thing that I see is this like feeling obligated to participate in a system that doesn't necessarily fit for their learning style or who they are, who they want to be, but not really knowing what else to do and feeling um, really conflicted. Yeah, no, totally. Kim, did you want to add anything to that? Um, no, I don't think so. But I do, I do agree with what she's saying that I think a lot of people are obligated. I feel also like what you're saying, they're obligated to pursue a career i feel like a lot of women are pers- like kind of pressured to go into like a lot of women are into the medical field because like it's it's shown as a as a like woman 
as a woman's place and then there's also like not a lot of men who are nurses which like you know what I'm trying to say <laughs> yeah, no. I see that in tech too like I have some students some female students who wanted to go or want to go into tech and it feels a little them the perception is like that's a harder industry for me to get into than like nursing for example so there's like this external idea right that like tech is not tech is for males nursing is for females and it's yeah. completely, completely incorrect um so the women who want to go into more you know science and tech tend to feel like they have more barriers whether or not that's true yeah um so i'm gonna be moving on topics and we're gonna be talking about your thoughts on women's history month and thank you for everything you've been sharing so far and so what do you think this month why do you think this month is important or significance um and what does it have to impact you well to be honest with you i'm not really like a holiday person uh you know like like Valentine's Day is a really good example. Like I don't celebrate Valentine's Day because I really, I think there's value in tapping into love every day. Um, and so as much as I, I think, yes, it's great to celebrate women this month. Like let's do it every day, all the time. Um, so that's that's how I feel. Yeah, I'm, I'm very similar too. I, I don't really think putting like... Um like a certain day or a certain month or something should make it warrant that it shouldn't be like a thing every month, you know, right? So like Black History Month, it should be Black yeah. History Month like every month, you know, we should be celebrating yeah. black lives all, all the time. All Same the for time. women's rights, like it should be celebrated all the time. Like, okay, like I get that this month is for Women's History Month, but it should always be about that and always be about whatever, you know? So uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I definitely think holidays can be a little... Uh, can 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 make people just kind of be like oh yeah i really like that anyways right they like you know they they just kind of move it, it makes people kind of just move on away like only celebrate for a month and not really think about it for more than a month you know i don't know i understand the intention you know it's to, to bring a highlight something yeah. that you know hey yeah. it feels like there's a lack of awareness here so let's you know see if we can really highlight it for the period of time so i, under I understand the intention i think it's positive and like, yeah, let's just appreciate these things all the time. Exactly, yeah, but. So have you been involved in any women's rights movements? No. I <laughs> am <laughs> um, like, oh, am I the best, uh, you know, guest for you all? Um, no, um, I'm also not really a movement person. Um, I, you know, I think there's a lot of pressure actually, especially these days to get involved in movements. And I think, I think movements can be great. Um, I think, you know, a lot of evolution has come through movements and I, I actually externally or like from afar really support a lot of movements. I, I do support the women's movement, frankly, and Black Lives Matter, for example. Um, but I'm not in involved directly with a women's movement. Um, and I think it's really important with any movement to give, to, to be reminded that um, nobody needs to or needs to be pressured to be involved in anything. And it really, um, there can be this sense of like, in order to be a good citizen, in order to be a good human, you need to be involved in movements. 
And for some people that feels right and great. Uh, I support that. And for some people it doesn't. So um, yeah, I think like really listen to yourself. It, it always comes back to that. Listen to yourself and what feels right for you. What feels right for me is not at this point in my time to be involved in movement. I have my daily practices that feel really valuable and important to me. Yeah, I just actually going off of that, I because I'm the same, you know, like I support all these movements and I support all of them. But uh, just to me, like personally, I, I don't really like like going to the to the like actually participating in them. But that doesn't take away the fact that I do support it, you know. Uh, but there's a lot I know a lot of people that, you know, get get angry about that. They're like, no, you're not doing enough. Like you're not you're just sitting down and just saying that, yeah, you support it. But what are you actually doing? And it's like. Well, I'm still, I'm not, I'm not trying to like, you know, keep you guys from doing what you're doing. It's just not my personal thing. Like I, I'm, I don't go about doing that. Like, but and it's kind of nobody's business. Exactly. Like, too. Pay yeah. attention to yourself, do what feels right and just leave people alone and yeah. let them do what feels exactly. right for them. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Thanks for sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, Javier, did you want to ask another question? Uh, sure. So, um, what i mean i know i know um so for this month and in your life as what woman in history do you look up to uh, so i've got a few uh, one of them's a relative and i'll i'll speak to her but frida um also bjork oh uh, bjork's uh, awesome yeah yeah oh powerhouse yep. um <laughs> But in my family, actually, I have an, an aunt, her name is Sherry, and she's she's a urologist, she's a surgeon, and she's she just did it her way. And um, she was one of the first urological surgeons, female urological surgeons. She wasn't trying to be a first anything, she just was, because that's what she wanted, and she focused, and so she went into a male-dominated dominated industry mm -hmm. and was super successful. <clears throat> But it wasn't because she was trying to be anything unique or different. It's just what she wanted. And that's been her whole life. Uh, she didn't have children because that's not what she wanted, even though so society was saying that's what you do because you're a woman. Um, wow. She, she, you know, she lived in all kinds of places on the planet in places that, you know, during her time, it was like, wait, what are you doing? You should be at home with a husband doing da, 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 da but she didn't want to do that she did what she wanted so she's a great role model for me of just someone she happens to be a woman who's <laughs> been who said you know no i'm doing this my way and so honestly a lot of who i am in that way of no i'm doing this my way is because i've had a role model in my life doing that I'm like oh yeah that's i can do that so here's props to sherry Hey, shout out to Sherry. She sounds I awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm kind of similar in a way, too, because uh, my aunts, uh, they all each are teachers, um, but they also have helped. Uh, well, one of my aunts is a teacher and my other is a business owner for selling like apartments um, or just selling properties. Um, and she, you know, she she really both of them have achieved a lot. And like you said, they didn't go into it just because it was like, well, Teaching, like you said, is mostly a female-dominated field. But for, for the business side of things, when you think of a business, I mean, when you think business, you think like businessman, right? You don't think businesswoman. Um, but, you know, my, my aunt, she, she, she knew what she wanted to do, right? Like you said, like, like Sherry knew what she wanted to do. And my aunt knew what she wanted to do. So 
they all just kind of stuck to it and they got to where they are because they love doing what they do right mm. and they didn't mm. they didn't let just get they didn't get turned off by just like a whole male dominated like industry right and yeah I, yeah i think that that for me has been really great to just see their growth um and be and look up to them in that way yeah so since we're speaking on like women who inspire us i wanted to ask you um what are some women that you think are alive today that can be influential to future generations i, I guess i named one <laughs> york i i don't think she gets enough um eyes on her this woman like she's she's outside of like human ideas it's not just like woman idea you know what what society has views of women but just society's views of humans in general she's just she breaks free of all of that she's like i'm doing it my way because this feels right and um it you know you may listen to her music and be like oh oh no <laughs> this is hard i don't know if i can get into this um but but really the essence of her is i'm doing what feels right to me and it, it never, you know, I'm, I'm super into music. I love it. But um, I've never gotten the vibe that like she's doing this because she's trying to sell me something. It, mm -hmm. she, she really, it really feels like this is an expression of her. And that's, that's it, is that she's expressing herself and it's authentic. Yeah. Um, can you explain a little bit more about her for people who don't know who she is? She's an Icelandic musician. She... Uh, started expressing herself musically when she was like pretty darn young i don't know the age now but it's like you know 10 11 and um yeah was just in in bands throughout her life and then at some point you know branched off on her own and started creating her own thing and attracts lots of different musicians and artists to work together with and she's just i mean she's just like nothing else i mean She's got her own everything, her own look, her own sound. She she loves to play with sound. Oh yeah. You know, like there's a you know a water faucet stripping. What can we do with that? There's a new type of metal. What is banging on that metal sound like? So she really plays with sound. Wow. Yeah. I'm so I'm like really into experimental music, and I know that a lot of experimental artists have been influenced by Bjork's music, which has led me to listen to to her music and I was just like wow like this is so like this is crazy like I, I like she's one of those artists where it's like I I didn't know a human could do something like this but they did <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> it's it's really really great that you mentioned her because I don't think she like you said I don't think she gets enough credit or recognition at all um no, and, she doesn't I'm sorry I interrupted you no you, you're good you're good yeah go ahead she doesn't what I'm realizing as you're talking it she doesn't um, she's not guided by uh, ideas or preconceived notions or barriers or like societal notions. She just like is completely outside of what anybody has said. You can or can't do this or this does or doesn't exist. It's like totally she starts from scratch mm -hmm. in, a, in a way I haven't seen artists do. Yeah. And even the way she presents herself in like interviews too, um, she's definitely like, her own character you know like she she definitely brings a lot of different things to the table so if there's one thing you do get out of today's show is go listen to bjork's music go go explore her because every single one of her albums is so like different and experimental and incredible like you'll find something you'll like because she's literally so diverse 
Um, yeah, I'm gonna go listen to it. Yeah, you should. It comes straight from her soul too. I mean, it's just like oh, comes straight right. out of her heart. Exactly. Yeah, she's yeah she for experimental artists, she's an absolute like legend. Um, but yeah, any any final words, uh, Julia, be, before we close out the show? Uh, yeah. I mean, just one. Thank you for having me. Kimberly invited me to this, and I was I I have no idea what this is, and you know, sure, that's fun, <laughs> and. And just I can't impress upon just the the planet enough that like listen to yourself like you've got all the answers. Uh, I think a lot of us humans have really been conditioned to lean on the external voices, our our voices outside of ourselves, and stop leaning on our internal voice. So just tap into that every day, all the time, and it will it will never lead you wrong. It'll always lead you right. I love that. Yeah, I love that too. <laughs> How about you, Kimberly? Did did you have any um, final words? To as Julia was always, she has this saying that she says, like, do what feels right for you. She always tells me that. Whatever like you you were you're trying to experience, if it doesn't feel right, leave it and go try something else. I <laughs> like when she <laughs> says that. So uh yeah, just do what feels right for you and chase your dreams even if society says the opposite especially if society says the opposite. going against society is so much fun you know yeah like going against society <laughs> to be a robot yeah so much fun so much fun it's always nice to be able to really just you know be yourself and show to the world that hey i'm not just a number i'm not just a statistic here right i'm i'm myself i i I'm a whole human being who is capable of doing literally everything. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's about all the time we got for today. Thank you again, Julia, for being on the show. Thank you so much. My pleasure. And My pleasure. Uh, we'll catch everyone next week. All right. Take, Take care. care. Nice to meet you, Javier. All right. Nice to meet you, too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.